Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10-50% to off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seed Red. boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. I'm Aaron Ellis. We're back yet again, and we're going to get right into the weird news, because you guys came in, and you're like, oh, oh, I got good, I got good, which is probably the best thing, because I don't have shit this episode. So, who wants to go first? He can go first. Well, mine was more really like, uh, 
a friend told me about it, and I was, like, interested, so I looked it up. And apparently, there's this woman in uh, North Carolina, and she bought Pop-Tarts for herself. She apparently, that's her life, right? So her teenage son goes and eat, goes and gets, like, a packet. Uh-huh, of Pop-Tarts. Eat, yeah, and eats one, right? Mm-hmm. So she has his, has him arrested over that. What? He's pressing charges against him. Yep. For what? For stealing her pop tart. Yep. Theft. Actually, the courts are actually going to go through with this and make it like a big deal. The cops came and arrested him and everything. Now, how? How do? How? Because legally, okay, the kid must be a minor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then you're liable to feed the child. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's your responsibility. So, therefore, whatever food you have in the house is equally his. Well, she she's teaching him a lesson for taking stuff without, for taking stuff without asking. So, she has like, literally pressing charges against him so you can learn a lesson from this. Mm-hmm. I can see this turning in headlines. It started with Pop-Tarts, ended with murder. You know, how, yeah. I don't understand how, how they're actually going to let her press charges against her own son for stealing a pop tart. She said because there's plenty of food in the house that, that he took something that she had hidden that wasn't for him. So that's stealing. Wow. Yeah. And you know the ironic thing is, is we went and we we just bought a whole bunch of pop tarts. That's what I, I don't even like pop tarts, man. They're not even that good. <laughs> and I worked last night, so I you know slept most of the day. Mm-hmm. And Lace was up late, so she didn't get up until, like, 2 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And Jay just mowed through these motherfuckers, man. I mean, he literally, like, almost three boxes full. Dang. He went through them. Jeez. And, and no, no, at no point whatsoever did the thought cross my mind, I should have him arrested. Raining Wow. Yeah. So where does it stand right now? Uh, I think, they're, like I said, they're going to have him, like, they're going to make, like, a court thing out of it. Yeah, have a whole trial about it. Or not necessarily a trial, but like, you know, it they, they goes to the judge or whatever. Yeah, right. All that stupid crap. I think it's dumb. I'm sorry, they're Pop-Tarts. Like, <laughs> really? It wasn't even, Pop-Tarts aren't even that good. Well, even if it was like a lobster or steak or something, yeah. it, it's still, it's food. And the kid was hungry. It, it's not like he was went. was that Carolina, right? Yeah, North Carolina. Carolina. Charlotte, yeah. Yeah. Did it happen this week? I think it was like earlier last week. Ah. That was like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure it was about a month ago. Okay. Now I got my story. All right. (laughs) This is from the Huffington Post. The Huff Post. Huff Post, whatever it's called. Well, yeah, it's Huffington Post, but Um, it's it's Huff Post. Says Keith Cam Pitt Campbell. Adolf Hitler naming dad dressed in Nazi uniform to New Jersey custody hearing. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Back, back, back this up, back this up. One more time, the Keith headline. Keith Campbell. Keith Campbell. Adolf Hitler naming dad dressed in Nazi uniform to New Jersey custody hearing. No. Adolf Hitler naming dad. Yeah. So he named one of his kids Adolf Hitler? Yes. Oh my this, god. This happened on June 4th. Okay, go for it. Keith Campbell entered a New Jersey courthouse Monday, dressed in a full Nazi uniform, donning a trim mustache reminiscent of Adolf Hitler, the man he had named his firstborn son after. The 40-year-old dad was attending a hearing to ask for visitation rights to his youngest child, two-year-old Henrik Hans, yes, all his kids have German names, who was taken into custody just hours after his birth in 2011. Henrik's three Nazi-named siblings, Adolf Hitler, Joyce Lynn Aryan Nation, <laughs> and five-year-old Hans Lynn Janine had already been placed in foster care in 2009. The move came a month after the family gained national attention when a shoprite refused when, yeah, when a shoprite refused to write "Happy Birthday, Adolf Hitler" on his birthday on his son's birthday cake. On Monday before the hearing, Campbell told NBC10, "The world needs to see who I am." When asked what his strategy was in, in wearing the controversial outfit, I wanted to tell the judge, I love my children, I want to be a father, let me be it. In August 2010, an appeals court ruled that evidence of domestic violence justified the state's decision to remove the children from the Campbell house, according to ABC News. A year ago, a New Jersey Superior Court judge declined, or no, declined, decided Campbell and his wife Deborah 
who since separated could not have their children back. Campbell has always maintained that his kids were taken solely because of their names. These kids weren't abused, he, abused, he told Star Ledger after the 2012 decision, adding, if I have to give up my Nazism, then so be it, I'll do it. A month later, he created a new Nazi organization called Hitler's Order, according to, B, according to NBC10, and began wearing the uniform. Campbell originally told the Associated Press in 2008 that he named his son after Adolf Hitler because he liked the name and no one else in the world would have it. The media were not allowed inside the courtroom Monday because of the New Jersey Family Court proceedings policy. Any decision made by the judge would not be made public by the court, according to Ledger. So yeah, <clears throat> this dude is crazy. Well, number one, superficial. Number one, you know, you know that kid. As soon as he turns eighteen, he's gonna change his name. He's gonna change his name. Because once he realizes it's going, it's not even that though. <laughs> He, you know, these kids are in the custody of their parents, so right. they're not going to, and they're not going to get their kids back. Right. Okay. Now, you know what would be funny? Is if they, he changed his name to, like, Robert Weinstein. I know. Super but, you know, you give your daughter the name, I, don't, I can't recall the name exactly, but something, uh, Aryan Nation. Right. Is it Hansel or something? No, that's his... I don't know. Oh, they're all German, like, Aryan names, you know, but... I wouldn't write Happy Birthday Adolf Hitler on a birthday cake either. No. No. I'd be like, you're joking, right? No, my son's name is Adolf Hitler. I'd be like, you're kidding. Like, this is a joke. That's cruel to your child. Because it is. What? It's a form of abuse, too. If your children don't want to grow up and be Nazis, they have to live with that name. And ridicule and getting your ass beat every day, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guarantee his kids will all change their names. Right. So I wouldn't want that associated with my name. Mm-hmm. Adolf Hitler Campbell. That's insane. Well, pre-recording, we were talking about cats, and I was sitting here thinking about this. I do have a weird news story for you. And it's it's more of a what the fuck than weird news. Yeah. But um, the the title of this, and this comes from TubeFilter.com. And it was posted on June 9th, which is today recording at 7.30 today. And the topic, or the title of this is, Did You Know Grumpy Cat Has a Movie Deal? Oh my god. Yes, that is right. They are going to shoot a full-length movie based on the... The ugly, deformed cat. Yeah, the grumpy cat. And pretty much what Grumpy Cat is going to be is he's going to be just grumpy. He's going to be, you know, angry about everything. He probably gets lost in the city, you know, and... Say no Garfield wannabe. And that's where I was going to go. Is <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go and say, other than um, just painting them orange, it's completely a remake of Garfield, but with an actual live cat. cat. And from what I understand... This movie is going to get financed by Kickstarter, or has been financed yeah. by Kickstarter. Now that gives me hope to when we get around to doing our Kickstarter, because if they want to see a fucking cat just kind of walk across the street, yeah. and I don't know if it's going to be Bill Murray again doing the you know the, the voice, voice, but if if they can raise like four million dollars on Kickstarter then our budget should not be a problem. Yeah. It was just completely... I, I Because like I said, you before recording, you were talking about your cats. And that made me think. And, and I was looking at it this morning at work. I, I had some downtime. I was just thumbing through news and I came across it. And yeah, they're going to make a grumpy cat movie. Now, number one, for me personally... I've never found any of the pictures Funny. humorous. Yeah, I've had cats that look uglier than that. Like, I understand this cat. That cat has got something wrong. It's probably missing like two chromosomes or something. <laughs> probably. But like, I don't understand how a cat that looks like that. Someone takes the pictures and makes memes of them. The memes aren't even funny. Yeah. And Everyone's like, "Oh my god, I love the grumpy cat." And the thing also that I can't figure out. Okay, so obviously they're going to pay the owner of this cat millions of dollars. Well, not millions. Someone's already tried to buy that cat. Oh, really? I seen a thing on the internet about someone like offering the owner like 
ridiculous amounts of money to buy that cat. So, other than making millions of dollars off the, the profits of the movie, yeah. he's also going to be replacing Morris the cat with, uh, what is that, Friskies? Yeah. Now, why? Why would you want to see a cat that looks grumpy? A cat doesn't look grumpy. That cat looks like it's got something wrong with it. It's, yeah, it, it it looks like it's got Down syndrome. It really does. It does. That cat does not look grumpy to me. It just looks like there's something wrong with it. It's head like deformed looking. I don't think it's cute. I don't think it's funny. No. So, one of the things that I've been holding off, and I wanted to actually talk about it last episode. And speaking of last episode, let me just go in and apologize real fast. Um... We talked about it in the beginning of the episode, episode 25, that, you know, I, I downloaded a new program, and we were using two mics, two, none of us, none of us were, was aware, as we were doing our podcast, that every 10 seconds, a digital voice would go, trial. So, for an hour, every 10 seconds, it went an hour, or not hour, it went trial. So I apologize to the listeners for that. I tried to cut it and clean it as much as I could, but it still wasn't that that big of a quality cut. Yeah. Um, now I just lost... Oh, okay, now I remember. So, I wanted to talk about this last episode, but, you know, we were talking about the post-wedding stuff, and, and so I held off to this episode. I seen Iron Man 3. What did you think? Because I know YouTube's seen Iron Man three. What did you think as, as the comparison to Iron Man one and two? What did you feel about Iron Man three? Uh, I think it was good, but I don't think it was as good as the first and second one. I feel the same. Uh, the only parts that I liked about it were just like this, when all the suits came out. Yeah, that part was really good. That I think bugged me the most was he wasn't in the suit yeah, that much. Yeah. And that kind of bugged me. And then what really bugged me, and I know it shouldn't bug me, but when, and spoilers if you haven't listened or haven't seen the movie, big spoilers. Um, when the Mandarin turns out to be an actor. Yeah, not an actual villain. I, I was upset about that because the Mandarin is, is an arch enemy to Tony Stark in the comic books. Yeah. For the last 40, 50 years. And to turn around and, and decredit that character in, in one fell swoop, make him, you know, a drug addicted, alcoholic actor, I just, I felt that it was just kind of weak. My biggest, my biggest hang up on it, though, was the fire hands. I like that. That was really cool. I didn't like it. It I was did. just like... It, 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 to me, it felt it was like too much of like a superpower type thing. Like, why would they make that into a superpower and you just like inject it people with it? It must be an accident, though. Right. Make them like super military people and they're, they're developing ghetto, like, Captain Americans. Yeah, basically. But yeah, and then, of course, mm -hmm. um, Pepper Potts. Yeah. And I know this is going to sound really weird for what I'm about to say. And again, spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. She gets injected with that serum. Yeah. And then in the end, she's turning into one of these fire people, right? If she's so hot, and I'm not being, you know, I'm not being pun here, no yeah. pun. I'm, I mean, physically, temperature-wise, hot. Yeah. Why is her clothes still on? Yeah. That goes for all of them. None of their clothes ever burnt on their bodies. Like your clothes would disintegrate. Right, and I know it was just one of those weird little Burst thoughts. Burst into flames. Yeah, least. it was just one of those weird little thoughts that popped into my head. Like, what is it? Is nylon this special fireproof material that yeah. nobody knows about? Um, I, I I thought it was weird how like the whole idea of the superhuman like people was from him being drunk riding on a piece of a napkin. You got that right? Say so, yeah, one more time. The idea of the superhuman people—that uh -huh. you know, that chick that was trying to save him or whatever in the movie—I think what her name is. Right now. I'm talking about yeah. the yeah. scientist. Uh -huh. He wrote that down on a napkin in a bar, and she took it and made it the serum. He was drunk. You didn't get that part of the movie? No, I didn't Did get that. that uh -uh. Yeah. So it was. Told he's, like, he's like, if I can write this down on a napkin, I'm drunk, then I can I can find a cure. You hear that in the movie for for pepper? For pepper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
it, that's why it was it wasn't stable. It was an idea he had in his head. Right. And he was drunk, and she tried to use it. I thought that was kind of stupid. I'm like, that, like I don't know. It was, just a, it was they put it in there just to add filler or something for a reason why they were there. Um, I didn't like the fact that John Farrew, Happy Hogan, uh, you know, he he pretty much had like a just an extra part essentially. You know, he was in the hospital the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. And he's always played a big part in the movies. The movies. Not yeah. so much in the comic books, but in yeah. the movies. And I felt that you needed to have that done. Plus, I felt that if anybody knows about Marvel history, okay, the Iron Patriot was not Rhodey. Yeah. Okay? Iron Patriot was Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn was granted, this is uh, post-Civil War, Norman Osborn was granted uh, power of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was like, he became the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. He took Iron Man Tech, it wasn't even War Machine, it was Iron Man Tech, and he made Iron Patriot. So literally there was three suits at the time, Iron Man, War Machine, and Iron Patriot. Okay. Then they go and they, they kind of try to incorporate that into the movie, which I think they failed completely. Yeah. Okay. Um, because the character Iron Patriot, there was no connection between him and, and Rhodey as War Machine. Yeah. So that, that was one of my big hang-ups. Two. Now, two. Here's a good one. <laughs> the President of the United States is trapped in a War Machine Iron Patriot cost or out you know suit, suit. for yeah. some odd reason it doesn't work at all but as soon as Rhodey gets in the suit it works it works it's because they ruined it he made it work work for whoever it's you didn't see that movie either oh yeah the the they made him wear now I I see they do out of the, the eyes the, the, oh, they, yeah. They, what, yeah retina because, recognition that's because I um, want to talk about it uh huh Retina recognition. Him and Pepper have it for his suit, uh-huh. just them two. So Rhodey's only one that had it for that suit. See now, maybe because I I got. Uh, but see, that's the thing, though. But if, how did that one guy get in the suit? Exactly. I'll have to rewatch this movie. But yeah, none of the shit. That's makes why sense. I didn't work for him because they, they changed and, it. To no, no, and that's why you don't give Marvel rights to Disney. You don't give Disney rights to Marvel. Disney Disney rights to Marvel. Whatever. Because look. You can't have a, the correct Avengers. You don't have Wolverine. You don't have Spider-Man. Come on now. That's Avengers right there. That's the original Avengers, isn't it? No. Spider-Man? No. No? No. They added it. The ori- Spider-Man didn't become an Avenger until the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Wolverine, same thing. Oh. It, it was the original Avengers was Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk, uh, Wasp, and Ant-Man. Speaking of Ant-Man, they're making this movie. Yeah, they are. They're making an Ant-Man movie. Yes, they yeah. are, and I think they're going to put him in the Avengers, the next Avengers. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got to ask the backwards. Next, the next Marvel movie to come out is Ant-Man. They're not going to They put everything off just to make Ant-Man. Now, we all love Stan Lee, okay? Yeah. But Ant-Man was not one of his better creations. Yeah. And to see him in a movie, I uh, I I have I no I interest. I don't know if he's gonna be in. That's like a it's a speculation since they're making this Ant Man movie come out. Right. He, that they're gonna because Ant Man movies gonna come out after Avengers. Avengers next movie, Avengers two is the next movie to come out, and then they're making Ant Man. Everything else is put off on hold for for now, like all the other Marvel movies. Right. But, see but they're they're speculating that he's gonna have like some appearances in the next. Avengers. I, I want to see a Martian Manhunter movie in, in... Oh, GLA? Yeah. Um, because of that whole thing, and she just took the phone because I was going to talk about something, but... Wait, I'm going to look at read that. Well, while we're... Anyway. Because while... And we can jump back. I just want to show the Ant-Man thing on While we're talking about Marvel movies, um... There's a lot of anticipation for X-Men Days of the Future when Past. When did they bring that out? I think it's supposed to be this year. Yeah, it's supposed to be this year. But there's one problem. One 
one big, 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 big... Oh, this year? Yeah, big oh. fucking problem. Do you know who the director is? Brian Singer. <laughs> Again. Oh, my God. So can you say this movie is going to suck balls? Yeah, it's... It's going to suck balls. They need to take... Now, I don't think the fans will get as hostile. And I was reading about this not too long ago. When he he fucked up the Superman movie, Mm -hmm. you know, there's some real die, die hard Superman fans. I mean, just like die hard. Yeah, and we were talking about that uh, off the um, podcast one. And... I was relating people. It's this? like, what well, it seems like there's, there's, it's like, it's not really biased, but it, it seems more of like a, a, not really a demographic or a stereotypical type thing, but a lot of people migrate more to Superman. Right. In Caucasian wars. Yeah. And then, like, everybody else goes to Batman. It's weird. It's because Batman's more, more like street savvy. <laughs> but. And, and the interesting thing is, is what I was going to say is, and I didn't know about this until I was reading this on the internet. Brian Singer fucked up Superman so bad that the diehard fans were sending him death threats. Really? Yeah. They're really? like, you raped my childhood. Why are they childhood? back on X-Men for? He ruined it the first time around. The first two times. Yeah. Anyways, what is Gal- Ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of a... A secondary title. Um, all I know is that you have this gauntlet, and it gives you some type of mystical comic power. Book, right? Yeah, it's a Marvel comic book. Oh, they're making a movie of it coming out in the next year, August first. It's like you said. It's it's a secondary comic book. It it never it never went anywhere. No. It basically, said the U.S. pilot ends up in space in the middle east of a universal conflict and goes on to run with. Futuristic X-Con to have something everyone wants. That could it's be anything. John C. <gasps> Riley in it. Oh my god. But you know what? He actually did pretty good in that one movie. The vampire one. For a serious role for him because he's so comedic. It's called a... It was a vamp- the vampire... I can't name the name of it. He was a vampire and he turned this kid. You know what I'm talking about? Oh! I don't know what you're talking about. Where, where is it? Is, is it the one where uh, the kid goes and like, there's like vampire cows and shit? Or no? No. Not one. But my thing is, is Days of the Future Past, if you've never read it, is, is just a fantastic story. Oh. Now, number one, do you know where Days of the Future Past comes from? The title of it? No. It's actually a Beatles song. Really? I thought that movie is called, it's called Cirque Cirque. Gay, the freak, the vampire assistant. Oh, That's what talking about. yeah, never heard of it. I have. It's a good movie. It doesn't make more than they never did. And is it serious? Wasn't it? Yeah, it looks yeah. And what Days of the Future Past is? It was written by Chris Claremont. Okay, so yeah. we already know it's good if it's written by Chris, so Chris Claremont. Claremont. What it is is, um, It's okay. Make another Transformers. That doesn't surprise me. And you're make another Pirates of the Caribbean. I had to throw that out. Yeah. Uh, Real fast to interrupt you. The last one was supposed to be the last one. Uh-huh. With the one that had just Johnny Depp in it. Right. Mark they're Mark making Mark's a new one. They're making a fifth and one. And they're now. putting all the new the old people in it. Why? Shia LaBeouf's not going to be in there. It's going to be uh, Mark Wahlberg. We're talking about Yeah, but you Pirates said you were, oh, But you were talking oh. about Transformers. Transformers? Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's going to be in it. Told you. Shia LaBeouf's not going to be in it. I've seen the first one. No, that's not true. I've seen the first two. I couldn't even sit through the first one. I'm sorry. Like, it's no. Why would they put Mark Wahlberg to replace Shiloh? I don't know. I don't know. They better do something. Marky Mark needs some money, I guess. He does. All those shitty movies he made. (laughs) Okay. Ted was sort of a flop. I liked Ted, to be honest with you. It was a good movie, but it didn't make make nearly as much much money as they thought it was going to make. They did it, but it was so funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, but back to Days of Future Past. So what it is, is Kitty Pride gets pulled into the future. Mm-hmm. And it's to warn everybody else of you know that's in present day or in their past that the Sentinels have literally taken over the world. They've killed pretty much all the X-Men. And there's only a handful of X-Men left. And Magneto has now become the leader of the X-Men because mm-hmm. Xavier is dead, Cyclops is dead, 
So they did a Brotherhood merge. Kind of, yeah. And then uh, Wolverine, of course, is still alive. Mm -hmm. Because he just doesn't age. Doesn't, yeah. But the interesting thing is, is at the end of Days of the Future Past, the comic book, mm -hmm. the Sentinel blasts him so hard, it literally blows everything off the skeleton. And that's how he dies. Wow. And it was like one of the darkest, grittiest stories to be presented in for that time. Uh -huh. Great story. But anybody, anybody could have just really taken it and ran with it. Mm -hmm. But you had to give it to Brian Singer. Brian Singer. And and you know what's gonna happen is is that they're gonna I don't know. Fuck find out. Xavier and Magneto are secretly gonna have a child together somehow yeah. and have like a telecommunicator. <laughs> and they're gonna wake up and realize it was a dream that's even a universe. Universe. Yeah. It's it's not and everybody was born from somebody's ass. <laughs> yes. Nobody knows. Maybe he'll play it safe though. You know, maybe he learned his lesson. No. No. So great. He'll try to go by a guideline. I I don't know. I just and, and since we're talking about, like, Marvel and DC Comics and stuff like that, and you were talking about Kickstarter earlier. Right. Uh, I, actually, I, I came across this in a Game Informer that we had at the house, and I can't find the Game Informer. Right here? Yeah, and it's this... this uh, what is it? Oh, you gotta come through the mic. Read the article. AR Kickstart um, recruits comics writer Greg Luca. Okay, I know Greg Luca is. Mm -hmm. ARK is an episode point-and-click adventure game being developed by Spanish studio Gato Lavaje. The first is available to try free. While episode two, while episode two already written, the studio is turning to Kickstarter for help with funding the remainder of the series, and it has brought in a heavyweight name from the world of comics to help. Ray Luca has been drafted to write episodes three through five of ARK. What is ARK? Uh, I was reading it, and they, they said it was. It was turning into a flop mm -hmm. so that's why they were turning into kickstarter and they said ever since then uh their money is just shot up because the story's been so great now greg ruka he he's done batman yeah. he did um no that's chuck dixon i was thinking he's robin done, but done chuck done dixon did robin dc and marvel stuff big names in dc and marvel yeah i know i yeah and i guess he has the own independent stuff that he's done too like yeah right you know, something like that I'd be interested in seeing. Yeah, like, and, and I've seen the artwork for the uh, for the game, and it looks pretty good. Is it like a, what game is it, like, a little doubt, like, kind of like the whole, um, the Walking Dead thing that has the episodes. Yeah. One of those, like, the comic book, it's like a comic book video game. Thing, yeah. Like, Walking Dead video game. I don't think you've seen it, but. No. Yeah. Walking Dead has a video game, and there's, like, all these different chapters, and each chapter's its own little game, and you buy the next chapter, and you download it, and you and it's actually cheaper it to get each episode rather than to go get a whole yeah. substantial game. Really? Yeah. Hmm. No tax. I had to just put the money on your account and buy it. Now, see, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to get this done as quickly as possible as far as the Kickstarter. Um, because I, I don't want to lose and fall behind on the momentum of, of what's going on Kickstarter. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm trying to pace myself and, and create an, a better story. And again, I went back and I dropped a couple more pages and, and took a left instead of a right. And now I'm, I'm even further to where... I'm just hoping that by the time we submit the script to an animation studio, which I'm actually thinking... I'm, I've look, been looking at prices. And Titmouse. Oh, is, really? Which is yeah. here in California. Titmouse does uh, Metalocalypse. A lot of stuff. And uh, I'm looking at them to actually do the animation. I'm hoping by the time they get the script, it's not going to be like a three-hour-long movie and we're going to have to cut like an hour off. Yeah. So that's what, you know, I, I don't want to fall behind because I can feel the surgeons in Kickstarter. I can feel the surgeons in Indiegogo. And I've actually been asked uh, at work, you know, at the hospital, people that know what I'm doing, they ask me, why don't I go to Indiegogo? Because I'm always plugging Kickstarter. Yeah. And it's because there's people over in Indiegogo right now that produce, or they, they try to get money to produce their own stuff. 
and we have a good working relationship. And if I go over to Indiegogo and start saying, okay, you know, give me money instead, it's going to take money from them. Yeah. And I don't want no type of rivalry like that. Yeah. So, and in fact, I, I talked a little bit about it on uh, Who's the Boss last week. Uh, I got an email saying, well, you said that it's an animated movie. You said it's going to be a Yelp gnome, but that's all that I've actually said. And I was like, oh, I didn't even really think about that. Yeah. You know, it's true. That's, that's all I've said. So if you haven't listened to Scene Red in a while, and you haven't listened to the last episode of Who's the Boss, this is the lowdown. And you guys already know, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing it out there for listeners. Um, back in 1997, I created a character named a Yolk Gnome. A Yolk Gnome was a samurai. And I came out with a very primitive comic book because I was only 20 at the time. So my, my writing ability then, I mean, I've been writing for like seven years, but it's still, I was at the point of learning you know, how to do character development, story plot lines, and all that. So it's nowhere near where I'm at, you know, 16 years later at 36. But anyway, I came out with that story, and it's it's a story of a samurai, and he has kind of a, a haunted past, and, and what happens to him kind of leads him into, this, into the future with revenge. And yes, I'm, I'm being kind of vague because... You don't want to give it all away. Well, yeah, but... It should be a little bigger. Uh, well, I mean, they could go online, they could go to Mythmark and buy a copy, and they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. This, this story actually takes place before uh, the, comic. the comic book, and it takes place before Bloody Red Path. This is actually, a, you know, a whole... Prequel. Yeah. And it, it's an introduction to all the characters, how the the inner dynamics work between each person. And it was not originally planned to be this way, but I see a trilogy. Yeah. Just to tell the complete story from beginning to end, I have to do a trilogy. Yeah. But anyway, the the movie is called A Yotno. It takes place in around 1630 ADE to 1650 ADE. And, you know, that's the Fatal Japan time era. And that's where you guys are going to come in handy when I submit the script to you guys to, to kind of give it a look over because you, you have a better knowledge of that lifestyle, that culture, mm-hmm. than what I do. I'm just telling the story. You guys go in. Um, even though I was, I pat myself on the back, try not to break my arm while I do it. Um, <laughs> I did remember a Mujang. I was, I was sitting there, I was trying to think, what was it called, what is it called? I remembered it was called a mujang. A mujang is a large wooden pole with all these... Um, the, pole, uh, the, the wood sticks coming yeah. out of it? Yeah, that's, like, yes, that's a yeah. mujang. And I was really proud of myself. I was like, yeah, I remember what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> but um, So what this is, is there's three levels, or three layers of story. Mm-hmm. And that's just... All my writings, I, there's always three layers of story. You have the initial overall story, which is a Yotnum's going to go on an adventure. Okay? And then the second layer is how a Yotnum interacts with the people that he comes in contact with, whether it be the Shogun, Hiroshima, uh, Leah, you know, that's the second layer. And then the third layer is how he deals with the inner demons inside. And that's pretty much the best way I can describe the way the movie mm-hmm. is going to function. Because if you can you can watch it on so many different levels, you can just watch it for the action adventure. Because there's going to be bloody, uh, plenty. Bloody. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be plenty of blood. And you you read it. You read yeah. the. I mean, fuck the opening scene. Well, not the opening scene, but yes, the scene that introduces a Yotno is mm-hmm. fucking bloody. Yeah. So you can watch it just on that level, on the action level, mm-hmm. and be completely satisfied. Or you can kind of like see how this relationship with a Yoke Gnome, with these different people, how they change throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and you can focus like your full attention just on the interaction between those two people all through the movie, and you'd be satisfied. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the way I've done it. Or you can, you can 
dig even deeper and try to think about what he's thinking about his inner demons because and I'll I'll, I'll give this away um, the reason I picked 1630 to 1640 ADE is prior to that there was a shogun who outlawed Christianity. Oh. And... <laughs> I know where you're going with this. And with... Um, you know what I already got in my mind, right? What's that? The Last Samurai. I've never seen it. Yeah, you have? I've never seen Last Samurai. No? No. You wanted to borrow it from us. Yeah, that's why. You, because we I've never just, seen it. We were just watching the end of it. The, uh, what was it? When, before your bridal shower. But that's when he was outside. That's probably... Yeah, I never... I've never seen it. Yeah, well, maybe I should watch it and see. Yeah, it. <laughs> you should. But what the one of the big things is for him is during that time frame, the Shogun mm. outlawed Christianity. All these Christians that didn't uh, convert to the. Um, why are you going into detail of this? Why? You're it. No, no, he's going to, to the history, like the oh, actual okay. Japanese yeah. history. Oh. He's given us a lesson. Okay. <laughs> I had to do some research. Research. Um, it's, it's a form of Buddhism, but <laughs> yeah. I can't think of what it's called. It starts with an S. Shinto. Shintoism. What Shintoism. is it? Shintoism. Yes. Um, and they were, the Shogun was trying to push the Christians in, back into that. And the ones that did not convert were killed. Exactly. That plays a significant role in the interactions of a Yotno. Mm -hmm. I can say, without giving it away, a Yotno is a Christian. He's one of those Christian um, samurais. He believes in Christ. But this follows the... Inner demon type thing? Yeah. But this follows the end of that Shogun, the one who killed everybody, mm -hmm. and brought, you know, now his son's the Shogun. So the sh the son is the one who said you can be whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I don't love the machine. So that plays a role. And I haven't put this into the script yet, but keep your eyes open because a Yotnum's parents might actually make a special cameo flashback mm -hmm. to even further thicken the the development of that person. Mm -hmm. It's it's going to be good. I'm I'm literally still trying to get all the subplots together, just to tell this one story, and then, like I said, I'm I'm looking at Titmouse. And what were you saying they do? Uh, they were doing Metalocalypse and some of the other uh, stuff that plays on Adult Swim. Now, how I came across them, and I was just thumbing through YouTube looking at animation. Mm -hmm. I came across uh, a cartoon called Black Dynamite. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. And I was telling I, her about that it was, originally. It was um, I can't remember if it was just a, like a play on like an old school flick or if it was an old school flick, but it uh, originally it was like a is a is a real like action movie. It mm -hmm. wasn't like an animation. It was like a real action movie, and it, it was it was very comedic. Um, in this uh, in the way that they they did this animation for this show now is. The same animators that did, I don't know if anybody has ever seen the Boondocks. Mm -hmm. The Boondocks. So, it, the same people that did the animation for that and the animation for Black Dynamite. See, and I, I like that that look. It has that retro 70s feel to it. Yeah. And when I'm writing the script, that's kind of... Because I, I've been watching a lot of old Japanese movies. Mm -hmm. You know, just and most of them were made in the 70s. Interesting enough, I can't find any modern Japanese-made movies, you know. Mm -hmm. But so I'm watching all the old 70s movies, and that's kind of the idea, the way I see the cartoon or the animated movie, having that that kind of old 70s retro feel. So that's why that and their prices is really, really uh, affordable. Yes, it's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Speaking of Japanese movies, you need to watch the uh, Sorcerer and the White Snake the movie. It's good. It's gonna it's like, like every uh, Japanese movie or any um, but it's like a like, Asian movie. You know, it has that kind of like that cheesy aspect, but at the same time, it looks yeah. it's like the story is just so. It's a little cheesy, but like the story is so good, and the animation is actually like CGI or whatever. It's not, it's not an anime, but the, they do like CGI. Yeah. Right. It's so good. Like I'm surprised. 
That movie is good. It's got Jet Li in it. Really? Yeah. He's old. Is he? He yeah. is old. But it, Mom liked it. Okay. And you know Mom. She don't like anything that she has to read on. Yeah. <laughs> and that movie, it made me cry. It was a good movie. It was sad. But it's You'll have to movie. write it down so I can check it out. It's, well, it's a new movie. It just came out too long ago. It's uh, on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Just come out of school. I see, I see a movie of it, and I was like, I want to see it at the movie theater because it was coming out like soon, but it's on Netflix already. I don't know. Like, you know they play those movies sometimes. Right. It's more or less a than, like an independent film. Yeah, it's like a horror movie, but it's really good. It's it's a, it's not as good as that one movie. I can't think what it's called. Curse of the Golden Flower, remember that? Oh, that one. one yes. Crazy yes, buddies. that was. A... That's like the best like Asian movie I've ever seen. That was actually made in China, wasn't it? Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, The Curse of the Golden Flower. That I've was, never even heard of that. oh, it was good. Who's in it? Um, Chow, Chow, yeah, Chow Yun Fat. Oh, and, and it's oh, the best, it's the best foreign like Asian movie I've ever watched. And it's it, not a scary movie. It's no. Like, it's and the interesting thing is, is because I'm the one who turned that on to you, right? Oh um, yeah, you you were talking about uh, that guy. You're the one who turned it on to me. I took a film art form class. Well, yeah, because I took the same Professor Foster. Yeah. And you had a list. You had to watch those movies. And and that was on there. Yeah. And it was it excellent. Excellent, yes. One of the. It's on Netflix. No, I don't think it is. It I, might. Think, I think I, I watched. I think it. I own it. To be I, honest with you, I think it's still in the case. I was gonna say no, I right. think I watched it on YouTube. To be honest with you, I'm pretty sure I probably downloaded it. Not even bootleg. I probably just downloaded. I think I own it. Like not even lying. Like I remember buying it but never opening it. When it's around the house, it's not on the. Maybe I maybe I should watch that too, just to kind of get because the closer I get to the conclusion, yeah, you know the. You know, and it's funny because um, now, now that we're talking about like Asian films, uh, you're gonna laugh at me, but um, I can't remember if it was if it was earlier. I don't know if you were up or what. But uh, when I was on DC, and nobody's gonna know this one, but um, Al and uh, OG, they're talking about like different Japanese, not even Japanese, just like Asian films in general, and they were talking about this one where it had Jet Li. And there was a good jelly and a bad jelly. I was talking about that too the other day. You were? Yeah, it's called Imposter, I believe. Because they were talking about that movie. They were like, yeah, that was one of the best movies. We were talking seen. about that the other day. Yeah. I was like, yeah, remember, it was when we watched that movie with the. When we watched the movie Jet Li. The one we just watched with the yeah, I know. Sorcerer and yeah, Wednesday. That day that we watched that, we were talking about that movie. Me and you were. And I was like, yeah, I, I was like, I, yes, you were. Because I was like, I like that movie. The one where there's two of him. You're like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know, the one where he has like someone one comes from the future and he has to kill it. You know what I'm talking about? I think it's called the imposter. We looked several fast, but and you're like, I've never seen it. Um, let me just switch gears real fast. I just want to say thank you to our. Um, I showed you the numbers. What was it? It was uh, eleven thousand seventy listeners. Mm-hmm. We have a continuum of eleven thousand seventy listeners that download every week Scene Red, which makes Scene Red the best Jaisal Modcast show. And I want to thank everybody because we just get up, you know, we talk. You know, there's there's a little bit of preempted, you know, you guys knew what you wanted to talk about with the, the weird stories and, and I kinda knew I wanted to talk everything about everything else is just improvised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just talk. We just yeah. you know our conversation in front of the microphone is identical to the conversation when that the mic's not we, yeah. running, so we're, we're just goofs. That's that's it. We're all goofs. And I, I just want to thank everybody. It's it's hard <laughs> for me to believe, and I, I'm going to say this, and and because it's something that's been bugging me. It's hard to believe that eleven thousand strangers listens to us every week, but I can't get a friend or family. To listen to one goddamn episode. Yeah. So, even though we've never met, my sincerest heartfelt thanks to all of you out there. I second that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you have... It's called The One. The, the one. one. Yeah. The sheriff's deputy fights an alternate universe version of himself, grows stronger with each alternate self he kills. Wasn't yeah, that, they're talking about how good He killed himself over and over again to get stronger. Wasn't it like in the late 90s? Uh, yeah, 2001. 2001. Yeah, we were about that. I, I was telling you about that, and you're like, I don't know if I've ever seen it. So I was like, I like that movie. We're talking about Jet Li. We're about, I have to find a picture from this. Okay, you you know what Jet Li looks like, right? Like, 
Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have to see how he looks in this movie because he looks so old. I don't know if they made him up to look that old. But he looks. Or it just age just hit him. It just hit him like like all of a sudden, like you keep talking. About it it sort of works in his favor though. I mean, it works. He, he, you can tell he because he's real thin and like athletic in that movie. He's not that thin. No. He's like put on weight or something. Right. He doesn't look fat, but. Okay, since we're talking about movies and thin and, and whatnot, what do you guys think about this uh, Will Smith, Jaden Smith movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, in the end, what's that called? Isn't it like After Earth or oh, something? After Earth. After Earth, yeah. No, what do you guys, uh, as far as, have you seen it? No, no but just, isn't it just like just them two in the whole movie, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's like, that's, that's a little. It's kind of like, like that I am movie. Legend. No, yeah, like, I, that movie worked. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it might work. It's the same concept. Isn't it like they have to fight against, like, the kind of, like... Well, here's the thing, and the reason I brought it up, I... I All I'm going to say is Hancock. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but it's actually... It's already out. It's been out for two weeks now, and it is bombed really? in the, the box office. And they say that the reason why it's bombed is because Jaden Smith is the lead, and Will Smith is the supporting character. And because Will Smith is obviously much more talented as an actor, yeah. just because All he's older, he yeah, has more, more experience, experience, it just doesn't work with with being so young with Jaden yeah. to, you know, like right? It's all that experience in Bel Air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does he not look really old in that? Like, this is old all of a sudden. He does look old. I'm, I'm talking about Jet Li here. He yes, old. he looks really old. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, but he did very fantastic that movie too. Yeah, was, I, I like the whole ending part. Like, I mean, yeah, his character was an ass at times, but it was. It, you have to watch this. You just have to watch. It. That's all I can say. Everybody watches movies really good. If you're into foreign films, not even that. It's because most foreign films don't have that fantasy aspect. This has a, a really big fantasy aspect to it. It's got right, demons in it and everything like that. So it's good. But yeah. But yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Um, next time, uh, I have to go on and I'll find it and I'll print it out for you so you can read the entire email. I had uh, a listener, I can't remember her name, uh, I remember it was a female though. She's really young, I think she's like 17, 18, and she's talking about going into film school and she wants to know your experience. I'll, in fact, I'll email it to you uh, tonight. Yeah. Before I even cut this, I'll, I'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. And um, next episode, I would like for us to talk about your experience in film school. Because that's one thing that we kind of skimmed over in the very first episode. Yeah. You've been to film school. Yeah. And, Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, and that's what you said is, you know, you, you spent a lot of money to, to learn how to Photoshop. Yeah. But... I would like to go in deeper, and if we can help someone, that could be, you know, someday, you know, the next uh, Sofia Coppola. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would like to do that for next episode. Sounds good. So, I'll, like I said, as soon as as soon as we get on here, I'll I'll try to find it and I'll, I'll send it to you. Next week, I'm have a lot to talk about. What's going on next week? Well, this whole week actually is uh, the E3 for 2013. <laughs> have all stuff ready. Yep, gotta write everything down. Uh, for for <laughs> anybody that's uh, that that doesn't know about E3, it's the it's always in um, Los Angeles, uh, the convention center in Los Angeles, and it's called the Electronic Entertainment Expo. It's everything ranging in between computer games, the console games, flash games, you know, uh, Android games, stuff like that. It's just, you know, like everything that you could think of is just nerdum, nerdum, nerdum. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. They're actually, you know, tomorrow or well, today, actually, at um, if anybody catches this in time, uh, it's going to be. I'm not going to catch it in time because I'm not going to go on there until Monday. But... What is Monday? This? I'm saying Monday. Huh? This will be up by about 3 in the morning. Okay, so we'll catch it. The, okay, so what I'm going to say is if. You listen to this before five o'clock PM or AM? Five o'clock PM okay. standard time. Um you'll be able to catch uh the PS4 
uh, conference. Well, the Sony conference in general. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what other times, uh, like the Xbox and the PC and the Wii and Nintendo and stuff like that. I don't know what times those are, but for sure, <laughs> that is, if you really want to check that out, it is at 5 p.m. Standard Time today. And where can you go to check it out at? You can go online at twitchtv.com, and it, it'll be it should be the first one there because they're streaming all live all week uh, until you know they're done with the event for each day. Right. So it's all week long. And if you're interested, go for it. It's definitely something to watch because, you know, us, all three of us now being gamers. Right. <laughs> nerds in general. He's a closet gamer over there, Kevin. I know. He's afraid to talk about it. No, in, in fact, let's see where we're at. Um, I can talk about it real fast. I'm looking forward to, and I, I sent Batman, the thing. Yeah, the Batman. Batman. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I want to play all of them. Um, unfortunately, because Zoe just, you know, she's just a baby, um, she ended up gnawing on You're Batman right. Arkham City. Lame. Just killed it for me. So, well, see, see, that's why you gotta get PS3 Blu-rays last forever. Yeah. They do. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Because it's I mean, you could, so like, thick. dig a nail into it, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like I told you, I don't know if I told you, but I told her... When I when I was like a serious serious Call of Duty freak, uh-huh. I got mad, took out the thing, Blu-ray, threw it at the wall, cracked it, big old crack going down the middle with the chip missing it, put it back in and still played. Really? Yes. No problem at all. Wow. Yeah. Well, now I'm gonna have to go back because technically that was Jaden's game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he told me if I'm gonna go back and buy another copy, I have to go buy Arkham, Arkham Origins. Uh, no, Arkham, Arkham City. Asylum. Or yeah, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. So, you need to get a PlayStation, man. I just hate this. This pisses me off. Like, it's like putting a, a strain on our family relationship. What? Because I have an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't understand what you're thinking. Like, Sony is the best of everything. It's electronic. I would agree with that. See, I would agree with that. I don't get me wrong. Windows computers, they do the, they do the trick. You know, it's it's a good operating system. But it's not a game console. It's not a game console. It's a computer. I'm now waiting. it's a TV system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, Apple to come out with their their video. You know, game. Nvidia came out with their own console. Who? Nvidia. Nvidia. Really? Yes, they did. It has the whole Android. They they got a contract with um, the Android operating software, uh-huh. and they made their own console. Is it a handheld? Yeah. Well, no, it is a handheld, but you can hook it up to your TV oh, cool. and play it in uh, 1280 by 720. Really? Yeah. yeah. They, they have everything, uh, a lot of the stuff is free to play, mm. but, like, you know, if you want to get, like, the full version of the game, like, bullshit, get the buy it, for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, to be honest with you, I, I have no particular preference. Um, Jay likes the Xbox. He's... So, so he that's all he knows. Well, no. Be, Justin, Justin poisoned him, it. And he no. Got, he, yes. he, he wanted the Xbox before Justin got him. Because you have to think about... Who and and yes, I know I'm talking about my 11 year old child, but you have to think about who his role model is. Who? Do, 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 do. You don't know? Uh, no, neither of you. You don't know? Do, 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 do. I do. No. no. Okay. His <laughs> role. It's Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. His role model is Bill Gates. He wants to be the next Bill Gates. <laughs> and and that's his thing is because because he he's literally he's studied this guy and he's got into Xbox because Bill Gates obviously owns Microsoft Microsoft yeah. owns Xbox and that's how he got into Xbox it, it that's that was his preference yeah it really that's fine but what about you you can buy a PlayStation. Well, you got space right there. Think, when the PlayStation 4 comes out, the PlayStation 3 is going to drop in price, and then you perfect buying time. And it's going to be cut, happening this year, too. PlayStation will probably go, PlayStation 3 will probably go down $50 just from like, that being released. Jade wants a Wii U now? Speaking of the Wii U, you know it's like bomb, right? Yeah, it flopped so hard. It's like, like it could make me go out of business. Mm-hmm. It flopped so bad. Really? Yeah. Because it's so similar to the Wii that people aren't buying it. Because it plays the same game. I mean, the Wii U is more interactive because it has a little control and all that. Right. But it essentially is the same exact system. Come on, Nintendo. You'll you'll always have a special place in my heart. I know. Get, get your I head out of your ass. Only, only the GameCube and the Game Boy. 
No. I like Nintendo. I like Legend of Zelda. We cannot lose Nintendo. Like, I will die. Like, I gotta have my Legend of Zelda. I gotta have my Mario. I gotta have my Pokemon. Seriously, if Nintendo went out of business, we would all die because we would lose all the good classic games. But they're probably already working on a new system. They, they have to step it up. Because I don't know why they came out with a Wii U for it. You know so what they should do? They rushed it. They did rush they it. They did. You know what they're they trying should to do, do honestly? Before everything else was released. That's they why. should revamp the original NES yeah. instead of cartridges, put it on discs, and do it that way. And just go go Forward. retro. Yeah. And just relaunch all their old stuff. I bet you that shit would sell like crazy. Probably would. I would. I, they I would. All the, well, um, they already have, but. See, that's the thing I, I was thinking of. A lot of the stuff that they used to have on Super Nintendo, they sold the rights to Microsoft because of Microsoft yeah. Arcade. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they did. So that's that's probably one of the reasons holding them back from doing that. Hmm. But they need to step it up with their system. Because, like, like, if you look at all the systems, it's always a huge jump. Through all the systems, it's been, like, the game from the has support of the GameCube, that was, like, a crazy jump. Like, right. Crazy. And the Wii to the Wii U are so similar, people aren't buying it because it's expensive and it's like I said, it, it, the Wii U even plays Wii games. Right. But you can't use the controller thing on the little pad thing. I mean, I wouldn't mind buying one if the price went down, but I don't really get what's so great about it. Like, they only have a few games that come out. They have the Wii U, Zombie. There's not that many Wii games that even Well, come see, out. and I'm not even. I'm not even really interested in picking up a Wii U because. One, one of Jaden's favorite games is an old Xbox. Or not Xbox, but, um. Cube, GameCube. Yeah. And it's the. Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah. Melee, yeah. Uh, that's one of his favorite games. And that's it, one of my favorite games. And, that's just something. <laughs> I like that game too. And uh, the the Wii U does not play GameCube games. It doesn't. What is wrong with you people? I mean, the developers. You have to get an emulator for that. Fuck, man. Well, they, I, I, they would make it would be better because people would be more willing to buy the system if every system played played the old games. Look at the PlayStation. PlayStation One. Games, I understand, like, it's a different format, so it wasn't Blu-ray. Okay, I get that. The PlayStation 2 games, every PlayStation 3 should play them. When they first came out, they did play them. Right. But they stopped that because they wanted... Well, see, since I, I had one, uh, PlayStation 3, when the very first came out, and they played all the games. I was going to buy one used that played all the games, and it was more, it was almost as much as the brand capability. The used one I was going to buy, it was, uh, $300? Really? And it had... 40 gigabytes of hard drive space, and the one that I bought, the new one I bought, brand new. Uh huh. Same for, price. It was uh. It has almost close to the amount. It was four hundred dollars. It was four hundred dollars. Had a game with it, and it had a uh, five hundred gigabytes of hard drive space. Wow. Another one only had forty. Well, see, the and a lot of people probably don't know this, but um, and I think I was telling you about this. You probably don't know, but uh, when the PlayStation Three came out, they made it so when you could go in and you wanted to mod your PlayStation, you couldn't. It was easily accessible. Now they have to break off the faceplate completely and then replace it to even fix it. Because wow. everything's just, yeah, everything's just screwed in there so tight you actually have to, if you wanted to, you could do it yourself, but you would... Fun ruining it. Yeah. yeah. So, back when I had my other PlayStation, I told you, uh, and you seen a picture of it when I destroyed it, it got yellow light of death, and I went through and I unscrewed everything because it still had a game in the thing. Right. So I went through, unscrewed everything, got into the uh, the Blu-ray disc drive, and tore it open and got my game out. And it, there was, like, knife marks all over the game because I, I was using my knife. <laughs> anyway, long story short, the game still played. Like I was telling you when I threw the game at the, the wall, Blu-rays are really, really durable. Like, there's no joke. It's They're really durable. And like I said... The only reason that they did that, and it was so much, was because it was easy, easily accessible, and you can easily customize it. They don't want you to do that anymore. No. You need to pay up the ass. Yeah. yeah. Alright, kids. That's it for this week, it, and this is actually, for me, it went by really fast. So, any closing thoughts before we can say goodbye? Uh, all I can say is, E3, this week, stay tuned. Alright. So, that's what we'll probably, well, what we'll do is we'll we'll talk about Half the episode, we'll talk about the film school for yeah. the, the kid, and then we can talk about E3. Yeah. And then I'll just ramble on like I always do. Well, because, I mean, even I showed you uh, one of the games that are going to be released so by E3, you know, all the content. Right. And, that, and you were just astounded. You are like... Yeah, that graphics was amazing. Dude, yeah. 
Yeah. It's an actual playground of cutscenes. Yeah. That's yes. Crazy. Well, okay, kids, that's it for this week. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you're just one of those assholes that don't like Japanese animation and video games, then you'll probably be seeing right. Good night, guys. Welcome to Seeing Red.